listening to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. And, wow, Benny, I have to tell you that um, this is so cool. We have got John Tesh joining us here today. And I was mentioning that we had put this announcement in our newsletter. Mm -hmm. And I know that you've already gotten emails with questions from listeners. I've gotten them. They I've want got requests. They questions. want requests for his songs. We should have kind of done They're like huge. two hours with John, but let me just <laughs> let everyone know: if you're not familiar with who John is, and if you're absolutely not familiar with his incredible radio show, let me give you a sneak preview. Uh, you know his work on CBS News, Entertainment Tonight, ABC Sports, and you know the host of one of the country's top-rated shows. He has now his own radio show. Music and Intelligence for Your Life, his book, Out of the Gate, Intelligence for Your Life, Powerful Lessons for Personal Growth, bestseller, and now we're looking at a live music and dance tour. There is so much that we want to talk with John about, not only to be so much a part of his journey of what he's done, but about the powerful message that he now brings out to millions of people. And so, John, thank you so much for joining us here on the Dr. Pat Show. Oh, it's my pleasure. I'm looking to get some therapy here, if you don't mind. <laughs> you know, I'll tell you what. I can, I can definitely guarantee you one thing. This is going to be juicy. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> but in a really cool kind of way. Right, I bet it. Well, I want to start out with this question that I ask just about everyone. And, you know, before we talk about the book and before we talk about the tour, and it's this, you know, I've just pro- I've provided a snippet. You know, these bios that we get, they kind of talk about our results, but they don't really say who we are. Uh-huh. And I wanted to ask you, given all that you've done, all that you've seen, all, all that you're doing now, what are some of the challenges, what are some of the obstacles that you personally have had to overcome to bring you to this very moment? Uh, I, I'd say the biggest obstacle for me is, uh, is living a life of ADD, attention deficit disorder, where everything is, is interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, if you came to our studios here, the recording studios and the radio show and all that, you would find very organized people, and I'm the only ADD case. In fact, my wife, after about five years of marriage, sent me to a, a therapist, and, and I took the test, and I got 100 on the ADD test. Um, it's uh, it's 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 difficult to, for me to focus, and, mm-hmm. and that's something in in my life that I've I've gotten better at. Uh, what's really helped me is uh, is reading the books of of who I consider the masters in the in the area of uh, purpose and and mission. People like uh, like Rick Warren, of course, Purpose Driven Life. Uh, John Ortberg, who wrote the the life you've always wanted, and John Eldridge's Wild at Heart, uh, and you know people like that who. Um, who are all about, and then, and then um, uh, Al Reese, who wrote the book Focus, and Jack Trout, who wrote Differentiate or Die. Those are all guys who, who have had problems with, you know, just wanting to go everywhere at once. And it's, it's just, you end up just doing nothing. And so focus has been a real problem for me. Well, I love what you just shared. So I wonder what this next 20 minutes or so is going to be like. 
with you and I, both of us, in the ADD or ADHD category. Yeah. Who have decided to do talk radio. Mm-hmm. Yay for us. Yeah. Well, and, and, and the thing that we share uh, in common is what we try to encourage everyone when we when we play live in concert. You know, the thing we try to leave everybody with is that you know each and every one of you, forget religion, each and every one of you was born with an opportunity for ministry. And uh, you need to figure out what that is before you die, because when you're 90 or so laying on your deathbed, you're going to go, what the heck did I do? I accumulated a bunch of stuff. Uh, I packed it up. I got a bunch of clutter. I have all those, in those storage devices all over town, and I didn't do anything. And that's really where I was when I was working for Entertainment Tonight for 10 years, and I was reading the celebrity birthdays every day. God bless them, as my mom would say. Um, but I, was, I, I realized that anybody could do that job. And that every day there would be, you know, I didn't have any purpose in my life, and, and that show would spill out on the carpet. There'd be another one to replace it the next day. So um, I did develop eventually after, you know, going to things like Promise Keepers and, and making friends with Rick Warren and a bunch of other people like John Eldridge. I, I developed purpose anxiety, and realizing that I needed to find a purpose in my life. And I, I love what you're sharing because, you know, right now, I think for so many people, John, they're, they're looking at their lives and they really are being pulled forward, so to speak. And, you know, that's what I've, I've really noticed and have seen that you're doing. And, you know, now you have the radio show. And I wanted to ask you about the radio show. One of the questions that I received from one of our listeners is, you know, you know your intention, because this is also part of purpose, intention. What is your heartfelt intention with this incredible radio show that you're doing it everywhere, Intelligence for Your Life? Well, I mean, thanks for the compliment. Uh, the, the, um, the intention is really, is really written down in, in this book that I finally finished, and, and one, of the, one of the chapters that, that I intended to be the most powerful in the book was find the deepest desire of your heart. It's actually a line from John Eldridge, and, and I, I relate it to, to my life where I, I will be at a dinner party or somebody may come over tonight that we don't know, and, and we'll be sitting at the dinner table, and eventually, and my wife knows that I do this, I will say, tell me, what is the deepest desire of your heart? What is it that makes you come alive? And it is amazing how many people can't answer that question. And when I was first asked it by Eldridge, I realized that I, well, it's a, hey, John, you got a sentence to deal with here. Give me one sentence, and I, and I couldn't do it. I realized that I had not, I had, I was not being intentional with my life. And my, and my deepest desire of my heart is to encourage people to find that for which they were made and to go for it and to and to live it with purpose. And um, and we talk about that all the time in our in, in our concerts. That if you can't if you can't answer that question, what is the deepest desire of your heart? What is your intention? Then you need to immediately figure out what that is. And one of the one of the uh, uh, exercises that we give people that we take it from the radio show is to ask five important people in your life what they see you doing. And it's really an interesting exercise. And you can't, not, not people that you just know right now, but go back and find your creative writing teacher in, in, in high school, you know, the girl you first dated, uh, you know, an uncle, you know, nobody in your immediate family and, and ask those five people what it is they see you doing. Well, I did that. And nobody said, we see you reading the celebrity birthdays on TV. <laughs> Most of them said, we see you sitting behind a, a grand piano writing, writing big songs. And, uh, that was about, about the time I quit, I quit entertainment time realizing that I just, it wasn't my desire. Well, you know, let's look at this because you did something and you and I, you know, it's incredible. We share some very similar parallels. But, you know, when you came to that point to realize that you needed to make this change right now, and I know that we are talking to like lots of people right now that are thinking, you know, I may not be on entertainment tonight, but I'll tell you, 
I'm in a job that is totally not entertaining, right. and I would love to make the switch. Were you feeling all warm and fuzzy, or was that a hard decision for you? It wasn't a hard decision for me because, once again, I was reading some book. I was I was uh-huh. went on vacation with my wife, and it was about 13 years ago, and and uh, it was a book called like it was like Life Lessons or something. And they gave it was another one of those tests, you know, take the test to see if you're in the job that you desire, you know. And I got I, I failed that one. Um, it, it's it's really about looking inside, and yeah, the the, the the point that you make is a good one, but if I left a job that was paying me $1.3 million a year for four hours a day to read, to basically just read, read a teleprompter, and I quit that, then you can easily find a way to quit a job that's paying you less that, you know, that uh, it's just not making you happy. Now, the, the point is you've got to be smart about it. If, you, if all of a sudden you, if you put yourself underwater... And you've got you know two cars and a house and and you're underwater with the you know with the mortgage and you got three kids. It, it's not the right thing. My dad did that. He quit his job at 50, and we all thought we were going to starve to death because he wanted to be a carpenter. He didn't want to be vice president of Haynes anymore. Where it's it's at whatever level you that you're, you're you're at, you can absolutely find a way to make it make it happen for you. First thing you have to do is figure out what it is, pray about it, and then also see if there's a way you can slide into it and, and not like you know cut its head off. <laughs> you know, you get the guillotine to your job and all of a sudden change everything. Well, I'll tell you, for me, I took way too long to decide, so the universe helped me, you know what I mean? And the guillotine is what happened. But, you know, here we are, and, you know, looking at, you know, your message today and the work that you're doing, I wanted to talk with you about some of the creative projects you have right now, because, you know, this is, this energy and the sense I get from you, especially from the radio show and, you know, what you're doing. I mean, this is, you are really juicy right now. Well, you know, the, 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 this show was created um, really to, to initially to, to serve my wife, who um, is, you know, you guys are probably in the same wheelhouse, you know. It's, uh, you know, businesswoman, mother, uh, very busy and interested in being smart about everything. And I looked at her side of the bed, and there were all these, First of all, it started with a complaint about my side of the bed, of course, because I have wires and little keyboards and stuff uh, all over the place. She's like, what are you doing? This is a bedroom. And so I wanted to cross-complain and looked at her side of the bed, and it was all magazines, you know, Oprah and Prevention Magazine, and it was it, with all little sticky notes on, like, six months' worth of magazines. And I said, well, you're never going to get to all those uh, all those articles that you put notes on. Oh, yes, I will. Yes, I will. And sure enough, you know, you just don't have the time. And so I said, let's create a show for that person, that person who wants to be smart but just doesn't have the time to. To, you know, to put it together, and that's where the intelligence for your life concept came from. Um, and also, it was it was it was a show that was completely different than anything that had been on on the radio, which is sort of a page out of that book, Differentiate or Die. Don't do what everybody else has done. You know, figure out what's what's missing. And in this world where there's so much stuff, it's hard to find something like that. So it was a big risk. Yeah, well, you know, I'll tell you, I wish we would have scheduled the whole hour with you because you and I have lots to talk about. Let's take a short break. When we come back, we'll be back with John Tesh. We'll be talking about some of the things that he is doing right now in the spirit of uh, intelligence for your life, your life, my life, his life, and for the greater good. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show, Talk Radio to Thrive By, and let's see if we can explore the intelligence for all of our lives. We'll be right back. Susan Cabal. 
Pollock, international speaker and author from the Center for Effective Learning, has created a character education program designed for teachers and parents. The lifelong guidelines and life skills provide the language and tools to guide children and teens into becoming caring and responsible citizens. To learn more about this dynamic and life-changing program, call 253-815-8800 or visit thecenterforlearning.com. That's the center, the number four, learning.com. Are you tired of treating your animal companions with toxic drugs? Do chronic, degenerative, or disabling conditions affect your horse's or pet's quality of life? Quantum Healing, created by Dr. Susan Seely, with over 25 years as a veterinarian and 40 in the equestrian field, brings hope of true health and healing for your pet or equine companion. Visit quantumvet.com. Learn how quantum healing can benefit your animal companion. That's quantumbet.com. Tampa Bay Wellness Magazine, the Bay Area's premier magazine for holistic, alternative, and complementary health. Tampa Bay Wellness informs and inspires you about choices and opportunities for a more balanced, healthy, and happy life. You can find Tampa Bay Wellness Magazine at over 700 locations in the Tampa Bay area or online at tampabaywellness.com. Tampa Bay Wellness Magazine is the natural choice for physical, mental, and spiritual enlightenment. Do you want a better relationship to achieve outstanding business and career goals or to improve your health and fitness? You have the answers. All the power you need is within you. Personal transformation is about a solid foundation in the workings of the conscious and unconscious mind with a seminar or training that gets you high and keeps you there. Contact the Empowerment Partnership and unlock your hidden potential. Call 1-800-800-MIND or visit NLP.com. Whatever you think you are, you're more than that. Are you taking too many oral pain pills and concerned about side effects? Are you having trouble getting to sleep because of the pain? I'm Lou Paradise. I had the same problems you have. Cured my pain, eliminated pain pills and their side effects by developing Topperson Pain Relief and Healing Cream. Topperson relieves pain without side effects. It doesn't burn, it doesn't smell, and it doesn't stain. But don't just take my word for it. Doctors, pharmacists, and pain specialists are using and recommending Topperson and ending the suffering for thousands of people just like you. We know you hurt. We want to help. We are so sure that Topperson will work for you. We offer a money-back guarantee. So if you want pain relief without side effects just ask for Topperson. Topperson is now available at Fred Meyer Natural Food and other fine stores go to Topperson.com for a store near you or call 1-800-959-1007 Topperson.com or 1-800-959-1007 Topperson the last pain medicine you'll ever need and you can sleep on that listen live at 1150kknw.com alternative talk 1150 a.m. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. Wow, John Tesh joining us here today. 30-year career includes investigatory, investigative reporting, CBS News, the Olympic commentary, five gold albums, six Emmy Awards, you name it. And now here he is, the John Tesh Radio Show which many of you listen to in addition to the Dr. Pat show. There's also, you know, what we're going to be talking about in this segment is, you know, this incredible alive music and dance, uh, television special DVD, and looking at music and dance. And, John, thank you so much for joining us here today. My pleasure. I want to make sure everyone has the website. 
Um, and they can go to johntesh.com, correct? Yeah, or just tesh.com, T-E-S-H.com is the way to go, yeah. That's great. Uh, You know, John, you know, one of the things we were talking about is, you know, making the changes in life and really looking at the evolution, you know, the John Tesh evolution. And one of the things that comes up is looking at this world of celebrity stardom and then, quote, regular people. Mm -hmm. And so the question that I wanted to ask you is, you know, there, you know, is there a difference when we talk about spirituality or spiritual de- development or, you know, the art of living intentionally and on purpose? You know, is there a different modality for stars or celebrities than regular people? Well, yeah, well, that's a great question. The only difference for, you know, for me as somebody who's interviewed, I guess, a couple of thousand stars and, and lived in, I live in Hollywood now. The only difference between um, between the Hollywood stars and, and you and I is, is that they've had too much sugar. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, seriously, it's, it's, it's the difference between my, you know, if my daughter has a, has a Coke or something, she is a different person. She just bounces off the walls and she wants to ask me a thousand questions and tell me a million stories, you know. Uh, that's really, it's, it's sort of like a human being exposed to too much plutonium or something. I, I've seen it a million times. It's, uh, and then what happens is there are people around who want to make money off of that, so they just keep telling them the things that they want to hear. And I know that's a simplistic way of looking at it, but, but it, it, it's true. You know, temptation, especially money and, and fame, there's some people who care nothing about, about money, uh, but they're just, the, you know, the fame is a, is a, is a drug to them. And it, it's very exciting. You know, I've been on stage in front of 25,000 people playing, playing piano, you know, and, and, I'll, and I'll, at the end of every song, but it's going, you know, there's just the roar of, uh, of the audience, you know, and, and it's a, it is, it is literally a drug. And so when, when you get that, uh, whether it's coming from, you know, people just snapping your photograph every 10 seconds when you walk out your door or helicopters overhead or whatever, it does become uh, a drug and, and, it, and it needs to be, it needs to be managed. You know, it, be, it becomes addictive. I've seen it a, a million times. And, mm-hmm. and the, you know, we always talk about a piece out of, um, a small, very short piece of scripture out of Proverbs, which just says, above all else, guard your heart. And that's, it's very short, but it's, it, it, is, it is metaphorical in so many different areas. It basically means you will become what you behold. So if you watch, you know, entertainment shows every night, if you pick up People Magazine and that's all you read, all you listen to is cynical radio every morning when you're driving to work, you will eventually become that. We can't, we, 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 have, we don't have, most of us don't have power over that. Or if you just, you know, if you're out every night, you know, getting, getting high and, and, and that's what you're used to. So, um, as a father of a 13-year-old girl, my, I mean, I'm like the CIA. I'm like, okay, she's going to the ladies' room. I'll go sweep it first, you know, but make sure there's nobody. It, it is a, it's a scary time, not only for, you know, predators, real predators, flesh-and-blood predators, but also for that, that thing that, uh, that, that you need to guard your, guard your ears and your eyes and be careful on the Internet with, uh, especially, especially kids, um, because, it, because it will, if you don't guard your heart, it will consume you. Well, you know, and this is really what we're talking about here. And, I mean, I love what you just shared because we just did a, a segment on poetry and we were sharing, uh, you know, some celebrity uh, celebrities that contributed to a poetry CD. And so we were talking about things that rock our hearts, so to speak. And, you know, that kind of leads me to this conversation about John Tesh, Alive Music and Dance, and, you know, what that looks like, uh, you know, for you. I mean, 
I love that we get to evolve and we get to change. And, you know, the word juicy is near and dear to me. You know, when you're looking at this, the live music and dance, you know, how juicy is that for you? Well, it's, and it's, it is something that, <laughs> remember, you're talking to the dad of a 13-year-old. So every time you say juicy to me, I'm thinking of something that my daughter wants to buy at a store, you know, juicy couture. I want, I want juicy shoes. I want juicy sweatpants. <laughs> but, yeah, okay, so we'll use it the, the way it was originally intended to be used. Um, yeah, it's, it's uh, uh, I created something that I watched my daughter do. I mean, she's into, I wanted her to be a piano player, so of course she became a dancer. She, she dances, she and her friends dance 12 hours a week, ballet and hip-hop, and my job as a dad is just to drive her back and forth to that, my, my wife and I, and, and when, when, you, when I became a part of that world, uh, especially the hip-hop world, which I never really understood, uh, it's like, oh my gosh, look at this, this is a varsity sport, this dancing thing, and, and just the fact that a lot of her friends and a lot of I mean, millions of kids are hanging out at the mall or just you know, wrapped around a PlayStation every night or MySpace. When you see somebody who becomes passionate about something like that, especially something that involves exercise, where, where we have, in a nation where we have one in five kids who are, are severely obese, you want to take that and, and write music for that, which is what I did, and then you know, get it to PBS and, and show the world what these, you know, how passionate these kids are and that that would be an encouragement, would encourage us all to, to, as St. Arrhenius said centuries ago, the joy of God is man and woman fully alive, is to come alive. And I think that that's what we've lost in this society, is that we're sort of, we're sort of dead riding around in our cars, you know, trying to get to the next destination. We need to come back fully alive. And, you know, this is really, you know, part of, uh, you know, the conversation you and I are having. I mean, definitely the book that you've written is, been an, it, it is an inspiration for many people in the radio show, for sure. And, you know, you know I, I, the question that I ask is, you know, do, you know, when you connect with the tens of thousands of people you connect with and, and you do that in many, many different ways, what do you sense right now is not only on the minds of, of, of our listeners, but truly in the hearts, what is it that they long for? What do they desire? A, a voice, really. It's what it's what you and I uh, happen to have on the on the radio. Some people have it on on television, but but a, a voice, you know, being able to speak into somebody's heart is, a, is is at any level is a great gift. And my my wife taught me as we approach Mother's Day. My wife taught me six years ago. You know, the true meaning of of service is spending your most perishable inventory, which is your time. I asked her what she wanted to do for Mother's Day. She said, "I want to go hand out flowers and listen to old ladies talk in the, in nursing homes in Los Angeles." And I was like, "Don't you want to go to Hamburger Hamlet?" And she's like, no, I don't want to do that. That's what you want to do. So it's become a tradition in our household where we go to nursing homes and we, we hand out little flowers that we got at Costco. And then we sit and listen to these stories of, you know, 80, 90, 102-year-old, mostly women because the men have died off. But, uh, I, you know, that, that is our little, that's my wife's little ministry. And, and it's amazing how powerful it is and how hard it is at first to spend that perishable inventory of your time. You know, you'd rather be going, you'd rather be checking your email, you know, and I, I start to get the hives because I've got hurry sickness. I, mean, I want to go do something else. I want to create a song or I want to go practice piano. And said, no, no, you're going to sit now for, for five hours on this one day and you're going to listen to people's stories. And um, that's what I think we're all missing is that ministry, whatever it is. Forget, take the word religion out of it. Take Christianity, you know, you know, Judaism, all of it, out of it. And just think that, you know, if you don't have a ministry, which could be handing 
a flower to an old person listening to them talk or, or, or you know, going next door and bringing groceries or filling somebody's car up next to you who doesn't have any, you know, have any money. I mean, what is your, what is your ministry? And when we find that, that's what make, which gets us to come alive. We encourage people to do that on our radio show, and that's where we get. That's where we found uh, uh, the mother load. Basically, we get all, you know thousands of emails from people saying, "Oh my gosh, I just found my ministry. I'm doing this or I'm doing that." And uh, so, I, I think that's what people are hungering for to, to answer your question. Well, and you know, your book, and let's talk about this for a minute. Is you know, intelligence for your life, uh, powerful lessons for personal growth. Did you have any, in, you know, inclination that this book would be as popular and just just go to the places it's gone? Well, I, I didn't, but you know, we gosh, we're on a, on almost three hundred stations now, and we've been doing the Daily Show for about mm-hmm. five years, and we can show for an additional three years. And what I basically, I was just honest with people, and it's you know, it's part one of the chapters in the book is ask, you know, we're we're so loath to ask for help anymore, you know, you know, when you're when you're trying to decide what you want to do, and you and you make that decision, and so you want to start your own record company or whatever, be a limousine driver, you know, you go find the people who can help you and stick your hand out and say, I need your help. You're an expert in this field. I need your help. That's what we did to our listeners. I said, listen, this is my first book. Um, it's all about everything you guys have been asking me to write about. I need your help. I, I, I need you guys to spread the news for me. So we, we sent every one of our listeners, you know, an email from me, and I talked about it on the show and said, hey, I need your help. Let's, let's, let's work on this together. So that's what it was. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't getting on Oprah. It wasn't being on the Dr. Pat show yet. Um, it, was, it was just that. It was, it was people who felt that they were part of a community and and wanting to to join in as a team and help. I love that. I love the level of collaboration that's going on. John, thank you so much for joining us here today. One last question. Sure, what I'll try to make it your, I'll try to make it short. Go ahead. What is your personal message for our listeners today? Oh, that, that, that what you know it, it implanted in your DNA, whatever you believe. I believe that God implanted in your in, in your DNA, um, uh, your life's purpose. You, you must discover what that is. Why you you have talents that maybe only you know about. You can use those talents to help other people. Once you do that, once you live outside yourself, even for one or two hours a week, you will end up. You will end up curing any depression you might have. Your blood pressure will go down. You will draw amazing people to you. But you must find your purpose. Thank you, John. Thank you so much for joining us here today. John Tesh, everyone, check it out. Tesh.com is the website, and we'd love to have you back. Thanks for joining us. I love it. Great great therapy for me. Okay. (laughs) Thank you, doctor. Oh, boy, I love this. This is such a cool thing that I'm doing. And just think, everybody wanted me to sell hot dogs. Here we go. Let's take a short break. When we come back, we're going to be sharing another incredible story. People doing amazing things. People like you and me. Let's get out of the gate in 2008. We'll be right back. 